You have anxiety speaking in front of groups. Do you deliver your fire up messages through email instead of gathering the group together and running a huddle? Maybe you're okay with public speaking, but you find yourself avoiding it and you're just not sure why. Or you are slated to speak at the next company meeting and you have no idea what the heck you're going to say. For those and many other situations, I've created this podcast for you. The outcome of this podcast is to help you get up, get up in front of your team in the quarterly sales meeting, before the big game, or in front of the entire company. Uh, The practical application is for you to be able to share your message with confidence using content as your guide. So my name is Andrew Lang, and welcome to Content 12. So here's what we're going to do in these podcast episodes. I'm going to Uh, We're going to identify a challenge, number one, that you might be having, maybe a vision that you want to paint, or a celebration that you want to have, either one of those three. And then we'll go through the way that you, maybe folks normally do it, or uh, think about normally uh, uh, handling those situations. Then number three, I'm going to show you the way to involve content to maybe give yourself a different perspective, and also your team a different perspective, um, and and get you to the point where maybe you can drop the mic in a presentation. And then number four, I'm going to share a leadership tip uh, for each and every one of you to hope you can add to your tool belt to help on your leadership journey. Um, And I'm going to do that in all under 12 minutes or less. Hence the name Content 12 is really the the thing. I I, I value time just like you do. Realize that you may not have 45 minutes to hear me tell stories back to back to back. So 12 minutes on relevant happenings in your life and building content around it that your people can relate to. So um, just in case you need it, again, I'm Andrew Lang. Uh, I have been involved in uh, restaurant management and now um, leadership in the mortgage world. Going on 20 plus years, add those two things together. Um, But I think the most relevant part of my history that you can relate to is I was the guy that was scared to death Uh, of getting up in front of a group and um, all through high school through college it was not a thing you know you lose gallons of sweat uh, freaking out about those things so you get into management you're going to have to do some of it so I tried it got got involved especially in the mortgage world I'm I'm talking and I've I bombed in in front of the who's who of the company that that I'm that I'm was with and um, it was demoralizing I didn't want to come out of my, my house, let alone speak again. But over time, time heals and you get back up and you speak in front of 5, 10, 20, 100, 200. And right now, if you put 500 people in front of me, I wouldn't be worried. I haven't changed. I'm not a different human being. I will tell you this, though. It's the content that, that gave me a second chance at it. And so that's why I'm passionate about making sure that um, we, we get a chance to to pass that along to you. So with the time we have left, because I'm, I'm eight and a half minutes left, right? We got to keep it under 12. It's my commitment to you. Um, we're going to go through the four steps. So I'm going to I'm gonna bring up something that hopefully you've experienced or you can relate to. We'll talk about how you, how you might normally handle it. We'll talk about how I might handle it. Then I'm going to throw a tip and then I'm going to let you be on your way. So here's the deal. Let's say you have a, a, a sales team that you're you're leading, and um, 
you're not going to hit goal this month. So 26th, you know it. You're looking at the numbers. You're far enough behind. It's going to be close, but you're not You're not going to get it done, right? Team knows that. You know that. And everybody kind of just revs it on down. Why would I put out at the end of the month? I got to save up for next month. I got to hit goal next month. So I'm, I'm not going to go super crazy and push to the end and all of that because we're not going to hit it, right? Well, I don't know if that's happened to you before, um, but but that might drive you a little crazy if that's the case. You work for a company and every day matters. And um, and listen, what do you mean take, take rev it down a little bit? No way. So you're going to get the group together and you're going to let them have it. You're going to talk about you were hired to do a job. You, you, uh, you work the entire month, not uh, seven eighths of a month or three days short of a month. And anything else is unacceptable. And so we're going to get back on the phones. We're going to make sure that uh, we fulfill our obligation. And we're going to work hard and get this done. Maybe that's the way you'd go about it. And I don't know if anybody could say that you're wrong, right? What do you mean you're going to, some of your folks are going to rev it down. So I got a different spin on it or a different way to at least look at it and maybe present it to the team. So maybe it gives them an opportunity to make the decision to work hard without you telling them they have to work hard. Um, So, uh, what if you told them a story about the 1968 Olympics? A lot went on in the 1968 Mexico Olympics, but what if you told told them about a a specific runner from Tanzania? This runner wasn't gonna win the race, uh, but uh, he wasn't bad either. So he starts out as a marathon runner, and in the 1968 Olympics, it was one of the last events of the Olympics. So. You finish inside of the Olympic Stadium. And so um, the race starts, and and our Tanzania runner, runner starts off as well, and they're running through um, the streets and, and whatnot of Mexico. And uh, a third of the way in, um, man, he goes down. He collides with some other runners, and um, we're in bad shape. He's in bad shape. He's got a huge gash on his knee. Uh, he's got a dislocated knee. He's also banged his shoulder up pretty good. It has some other uh, contusions on his body. So he's in rough shape. The doctors say, it's time to call it a day, man. You did good. Got a third of the way through, but but no, let's, let's. And he probably got bandaged up and went right back on, on, the, uh, on the marathon track there. So as the, the marathon winds down, you get your gold, silver, bronze, a bunch of other racers that finish. And then the last racer comes and the race is over. And, you know, people cheer and whatnot. They have the ceremony and present the medals. And they're breaking down things and people are starting to leave. And an hour after the last racer finished the race, an hour after, we hear sirens and uh, see blue lights coming from cop cars. And they get closer and closer and closer. And people are starting to think, what the heck's going on? And finally, the cop cars pull up and here comes the real last runner of the race, our, our runner from Tanzania. And he's hobbling, limping, bloodied, uh, just banged up. But he's he's going to make it around this track. Unbelievably, he's going to make it around this track. And uh, sure enough, he does. Does the entire marathon. And um, people are asking him, reporters are asking him when, when the race is over, why, what are you doing? Well, how come you risk your body? You, you, you did well. You have a dislocated knee. Why are you doing this? And he said, and I quote, he said, my country didn't fly me 5,000 miles across 
the world to start the race. My country flew me 5,000 miles across the world to finish the race. And so, sales team, I share that with you because I realize that we're, maybe we're, we're a little short of gold. Anything's possible, but I get it. I see it in your face. And I see us rev it down. And I know that we have to hit gold next month. And you want to, but you know what? Momentum is a tough thing in the world of sales. And so, if you think you're just going to turn it off and on like a light switch, you're probably sadly mistaken. So, here's what I would do I would make sure that I had a little pride like the runner from the Mexico Olympics that uh, was representing his country, just like we should represent our company with pride and make sure that every day we give it everything that we have. And what may happen is we might fall a little short of goal, but we might have some momentum in these last few days because we've given it our all. And to start the next month, man, we're way ahead of pace and there's no way we're going to miss it. So that's what I'm expecting out of this group right here. Let me know how I can help you, but let's make sure that we give it everything we got. Appreciate you guys. And that's how you end it. So the hope is that somebody goes back to their desk and now they have a story to remember. That wasn't just somebody yelling at them. They have a story to remember that, heaven forbid, they see an Olympic commercial and it makes them think about it even at home. That's a real thing that could happen. And, and, um, and so, hey, I'm, 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 uh, hopefully that makes sense. And each episode, I'm going to give you another potential thing that you might have seen happen or might happen along the way. So keep your eyes peeled. And then a different way to use content to deliver a message to make your people receptive, to help, help have your people be receptive of it. The tip that I promised you um, in each one of these. And so here's the tip. Uh, I... Sometimes we don't get up in front of our groups because they're all not paying attention. 20% of them might be staring out the window, looking at their phone, um, and not giving you the attention that you probably deserve as a leader. And it's tough when you look out there at that sea of faces and you see that. It is tough to continue going. I've, I've definitely felt it. Here's the biggest mistake that I believe that I've made and I think we make over time. We focus on the 20%. We give all our attention, our anxiety, our solutions. How am I going to get them to listen? We put all that towards the 20%. And really, uh, it's the biggest crime because the 80% that are listening, ready to hear your inspiration and follow you through whatever battles and and learn for their career, they're ready. They're waiting for your guidance. But we're so focused on the 20% that they don't get the best that we have. So what I would what I would really strongly consider that you do is turn your, your focus to the 80%, the people that are ready to hear your message. The 20% will come, uh, uh, they'll, they'll come over on the other side sometimes. You're never going to get 100% of the folks, you know, hanging on every word you say. So, so don't let that be the thing that, that, uh, that, that keeps you from getting up. Um, but if you're rocking a good 85, 90% and you're celebrating those folks, the other folks will, will come on board. They sure will. But I tell you, if you focus on the 20%, that the 80% are going to leave you in a heartbeat. So, hey, thanks for uh, your time. And this is episode one of Content 12. Just make sure you get up. Get up in front of your people. It's healthy for everybody. Helps you give reps and practice. I'll see you next week.